Hey guys, I hope you're all well. For those of you that are unaware, for the past seven months I have been working on a youth commission for the Violence um, Reduction Partnership that is a team that works for the West Yorkshire Mayor. Um, we have been working within communities, doing lots of research, um, workshops, conferences, in order to gain a better understanding of um, the society at large, um, you know, West Yorkshire, and also just tackling issues that we feel are very prominent within today's society. So we focused on gangs, knife crime and drug use, violence against women, rehabilitation and also relationships within communities. I was really passionate about the gangs, um, knife crime and drugs aspect and I've been doing so much work over the past seven months with so many wonderful people. Um, and I had to give a speech last Tuesday on the 17th of October for the deputy mayor, the chief of police, um, some members of the police force and many other institutes like schools, charities, um, yeah, different institutes basically. And we all came together and I delivered a speech. I just read it out to my mother and made a recording of it, of it because I did want to publish it for you guys so that you could actually listen to, to what it is that I said and get a better understanding of how I am representing you guys as part of my community, as part of our community. Um, just shed that bit of insight, really, so that you can see the sort of work that I'm doing, the things that I'm pushing forward and the things that the team collectively are pushing forward for you as an individual and to provide a better, sustainable, refreshing future for yourself and your family members or your children that are to come. Um, so, yeah, just take a listen, guys. It's about seven minutes long. Um, and when it's finished, that'll be the end of the podcast. Love you and leave you. Enjoy the listen. Seven months ago, I found myself sharing this very room we are in today with a group of like-hearted people. Some are here with us now, others were unable to make it, all of which, however, were like myself, immensely impassioned by the current nature of our surrounding communities. Our insightful journey has blossomed as a result of our hunger for sustainable change. My job this evening is to accentuate our ongoing dilemma that suffocates our region. If you're curious about what I'm referring to, then fortunately for you, your curiosity keeps you safe. Your innocence, your shield of inexperience that acts as a partition between two very contrasting worlds. The justified naivety that sets you apart from the everyday reality of the concrete jungle. What predicament am I referring to, you ask? The violence and criminal activity that constrains its foot upon the neck of our children of tomorrow. In his captivating book, The Great Prayer, Irvin Seal shared with us that the body of the ideal self is concealed in the mood which fathers it, just as the tree's body is concealed in the seed. Essentially, this supports my idea that young people are a product of their environment and whatever dynamic that surrounds them nurtures their future self. However, that's just the thing. These children fighting for survival in what I previously and will continue to refer to as the jungle are not at all being nurtured and that is our problem. Instead, their need to be seen, stable and supported. Their need to seek a sense of belonging is leaving our children susceptible to grooming, manipulation and coercion. 
Their vulnerability is played on by ego-driven dictators who exploit our young people by making them feel worthy. However, these dictators are just simply in pain for, for whom we must carry compassion for. They have usually gone through or are still going through very traumatic experiences in their lives. Their inability to regulate and express their emotions from their trauma builds up pain and this hurt eventually conjures up rage. With most of them coming from an underprivileged background, they feel deprived, as though they were set up for failure, as though this game we call life is not at all equal and that many above them were given a head start. Where we underprivileged come from, we were taught if the rules are rigged, then we ought to break the game. These individuals, who you may refer to as criminals, were at one point in time just children who endured a lot of physical and psychological pain. They are currently faced with detrimental circumstances because institutions weren't built for individuals like them. The average young person is struggling and in pain. For those caught up with the burden of gang affiliation, most feel they can't open up to their loved ones if they're fortunate to have any. Yet they know they can't fake their emotions to those who know them best. So instead they avoid them by striking a disconnect. However, this person... Now this person is dealing with everything going on by themselves, secluded and isolated from any means of reparation. For them it hurts to be disconnected from family, but opening up hurts more. For many, their family dynamic is in fact a catalyst for their current circumstances, whether that be the family's absence or the suffering and pain they once or still do expose you to. To many, these people are just statistics. They're just facts and figures. Many will go home at the end of their day, forget about life and sleep peacefully. So picture this, you're in a deep sleep, you're dreaming blissfully, all is well and you, are your and you and your best friend are happier than ever. I want you to picture your best friend for a moment. In this dream you do everything together, holidays, movie nights and day trips. You're happy because you can tell your best friend anything and you know they can confide in you which they do. Then things start to change. You don't hang out as much as you used to. They no longer confide in you and things don't seem at all that great anymore. Then one day, your best friend enters an acute phase of psychosis. You jolt up out of bed and realise it was just a dream, except it wasn't. And not only is this person your best friend, but it's your 15-year-old brother who had been suffering in silence for some time now as a result of drugs and gang affiliation. See, many sleep and wake up feeling rejuvenated. But for others, people like my brother go to sleep and awake in a nightmare, despite desperate for a way out, clinging on to the last bit of ambition for escapism by any means necessary. By any means necessary. Hustling in the only ways you know how. The concrete jungle. Like animals in a food chain. Getting, out, getting it out of the mud. Eat or be eaten. My brother was lucky enough to have a supportive network of people to fight for him when he could no longer fight for himself. But people less fortunate than my brother, they desire a way out. It is natural for us to indulge in the illusions of our mind, the illusions of our desires, or at least what we think we desire. Yet their misconceptions force them to believe this cycle is inescapable, making them unaware that their only restrictions are within. The self-imprisonment of their own mind oblivious to the fact that they are the ones with the key. So how do we move forward? The answers are simple, yet so overcomplex, buried under the stubborn ideas that our community will forever remain this way. In 
order to prosper, we must make it our mission to strip back and reform these misconceptions of crime. We must do everything in our power to de-glamorise these narratives. After all, what we focus on is the energy that will begin to cultivate our lives. It is my calling to re-establish what it means to be a part of a community. I hope myself and the rest of the Youth Commission will have your continued support with our undertakings, as I'm sure I speak not only for myself when I say I will do whatever it takes to bring about a refreshing positive change. We must build solid trusting foundations for connection within communities in order to fulfill in order for relationships to thrive. We must re-establish bonds between members of the public and establishments such as the police force, ridding any one-dimensional prejudice views certain individuals may have of others, as well as implementing solid educational systems and influence an influential structure in order to invite opportunities for those that are less advantaged to most. Penultimately, we must become collaborative and encourage each West Yorkshire citizen to do the same. For true transformative power does not take place in isolation, it occurs through teamwork. We must, we need to be exposed to healthy and constructive forms of celebration in order to progress. Our young people need visuals. We need charities and campaigns to promote peace and make a visual, visible and tangible change in order to instil belief in the idea that our communities really do have the potential to flourish. Most importantly, we must advocate harmony. Where peace abides, everything of that which is good must thrive. Everybody has power. I will do everything in my power to promote peace and heal our region. What will you do with yours?